Welcome to Intuitive Seek. My name is Mary Treen, and every week I aim to bring you a grounded approach to all things intuition. Through personal stories, experiences, and practices, offering energetic reflections to help you discover, connect, and fully realize how your unique power of intuition is your own greatest teacher. Hello, welcome everyone. Thank you for joining me today, wherever you are, whatever day it is, whatever month it is. I hope that you are doing fantastic. And if you're listening to this as a new episode, welcome to mid-December. We're almost there. We are almost in 2023. How have you been doing? How has your week been? Have you felt a little rushed? Have you been putting aside some self-care practices that you know really help you, but are maybe the last thing that you feel like doing right now? I say that because that is definitely how I've been feeling this week. And if you subscribe to my Train Light letter, The Lighthouse, you may have read that as well. Because one of the things that I constantly have to remind myself about And it is why it is called a practice, because when we don't take that time, when I don't take that time to, you know, journal just for a few minutes in the morning, whether it be my gratitude or if I feel like doing some morning pages, if anyone has ever done the artist's way, I haven't done the full thing, but I received the morning pages idea from the artist way, where you just, you know, spill out your brain onto the page as soon as you wake up, before you pick up your phone or do anything that you would traditionally do in the morning. That is really helpful. My exercise, my meditation, my own energy work on myself. These are things that I need very deeply to keep myself grounded and in my body and as, you know, not even balanced because we're always kind of moving in and out of balance, right? But to feel to feel clear in my body, those practices are important. And this month is a busy month, always. December is busy. But it's also, depending where you live in the world, it is kind of the, you know, the first holiday season back from the years of covid that brings a certain amount of expectations from other people around us our social expectations they're back the excuses not as many anymore <laughs> so we really have to set our own boundaries say no when we really want to say no to not say yes to things if we don't have to and of course there are going to be the things And I'm speaking from experience, a few things that I will have to do and go to that I don't necessarily want to, but I know when I come home, I will have had a pretty okay time, maybe even a good time. So all of that being said, I hope that you are, you know, really listening to yourself and making sure that when you really feel like you don't have any time to do that thing that makes you feel more calm, more centered, 
even more rested. Take the time. Try your best. Because it is incredibly important. You know, I know. I speak about it all the time. When we don't, eventually something will happen. And not in an ominous, superstitious way, but in a, you know, burnt out way. Eventually we will hit a wall. Eventually something will give where we are almost forced to take time out. And I remember when I used to be in my old career, and I know a few of my friends as well that have totally experienced this, but when I used to have any time off, very, very often, I would immediately, you know, the day after, I would get sick. It was as if my body was saying, oh, good, now you actually will slow down. So we're going to make you even extra encouraged to slow down as much as possible. And I always thought it was funny. And I knew, I knew why it would happen because I was burning the candle at both ends, running on steam, all of those, all of those cliches I was doing. So this is a public service announcement to remind you that there is enough time if you take the time, that not everything that we feel is urgent or that somebody else tells us is urgent is actually urgent. When you feel like maybe you are being stretched a little too far, take a moment, close your eyes, tune into your heart, take some deep breaths, and really connect to what you need, what your body is asking for. Because the holiday season is a flurry. It can feel like a real whirlwind, and then all of a sudden, we just kind of drop into the new year, and we pick up all the pieces, look at our bills. And go on with our lives. Oh, and actually, wow, I didn't even mean to make that a segue, but that is a pretty, pretty great segue, actually, if I do say so myself, a natural organic segue into what I am doing on Monday. So if you are listening to this when I put it out, or a few days after that, on Monday, December 19th, I felt super inspired to create a workshop, a really fun, interactive, cozy, and calming, and connecting workshop on Zoom. So a nice online workshop, my favorite, where you can come and join me on Monday, December 19th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. But of course, if you can't make it live, there will be a replay. And the way I do my workshops is how I love to take part in this sort of online workshop, which is to be guided through exercises and practices for me to really connect to something new inside of me, something new that I needed to remember or that maybe I was too busy to take the time to do on my own. So it really is this space for you to connect to your intuition and how it speaks to you. But for the specific reason of connecting to the year ahead. So it's called Your Intuitive Year. And it's a workshop for you to close out 2022 
connect to your personal themes and energy and opportunities for you in 2023. And that is going to be quite a bit of fun because it's all about beginning to say your goodbyes to the year by grounding your energy into the present and utilizing some really lovely exercises for you to reflect on what you moved through. But then also to reflect on anything old, any old energy, ideas, feelings, things from the year, that projects that really need to be released, that you maybe don't realize right away, right now, that want to be let go so that you can really create space and open yourself up to the new. And then we'll also do some really fun and And I call them fun because it is fun. This kind of development where you get to find the answers within is fun. So they're intuitive exercises that I'll guide you through for you to connect to the unique themes and the unique energy and the unique opportunities that you may have in the new year that will help guide you. And it's really about receiving that valuable insight and receiving that valuable guidance for the year ahead, all from you, all from your incredible intuition to not look outside yourself or to anyone else to tell you what your year will be like. And I thought of this when I was doing the December energy impressions, because when I connect to the energy of the month, it really is my intention always is to connect to something that will help you connect to yourself. So a jumping off point, because nobody can tell you exactly what you will experience, your own narrative. And sometimes it's really difficult though for us to see that for ourselves because of how busy we are, what we're doing, the amount of people that we see and talk to, what is on our list, all of our ideas. Like there's so many things that can get in the way of having that clarity. So with your intuitive year on Monday, we are going to take that time. I will lead you and guide you through a meditation, some guided visualizations and different exercises for you to connect to all of these things. And it's going to be Really lovely because these are all things that won't just be specifically for the workshop. They are all tools that you can use throughout the year and beyond. So, this workshop is for you if the year feels like it's been running to a close and you've been trying to keep up. If maybe certain plans for the year didn't come to fruition, maybe you're feeling like the connection to your intuition needs some extra attention. And maybe you're ready to create an even deeper relationship with it moving forward. If you feel like you would love to, you know, clear out, release, do some really beautiful things, very practical and easy and creative ways to let go of the old energy of your 2022 that you do not need to bring in to 2023. And then also if you really desire some specific clarity for the year. 
But mostly, if you want to calm and soothe your mind, body, and spirit so that you can really tap in to your natural, or as I say here, and I probably always will because it makes me chuckle a little bit and it's true, to tap into your supernatural, so supernatural magic. Because everything you need to know is already within you. And the workshop on Monday, Your Intuitive Year, will help you remember how to listen. So it's very easy to sign up. Just go to the show notes, click on the link. It's $34 Canadian and $25 American, but probably a little bit less than that right now because the dollar is not that great in Canada. And yeah, you will definitely get the replay if you can't make it live, but I hope you can. There is a nice little group of us that are already coming together. And thank you to anyone out there who has already signed up because I know how busy this time of year is. So for you to take the time out to join me, to allow me to guide you through and teach you some beautiful tools for you to use forever, that is quite an honor. So thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, so what I really felt called to offer and talk about today, especially because we are halfway through December in the holiday season, like I was speaking about, and our energetic hygiene is more important than ever. But when I talk about energetic hygiene, and even when I said it earlier, it felt like, oh, But what is that? What does that mean? How can I do that? And there are many different ways, but I wanted to offer a few practical ways that we can kind of do it together because it's very easy for me to fall out of these practices, like I mentioned. And the number one way, yeah, I'll say number one, the number one way to really protect and cleanse and support and all of the words that can kind of describe what energetic hygiene does for us. The number one way to do it where you get the most results that I have noticed for myself for sure, but definitely with my clients as well, because part of the work that I do with people is help them realize how to create their own hygiene practices that support them and make sure that they are able to feel grounded, clear-headed, calm in their body when possible. So let's talk about a few things that we can kind of implement now, not wait till January. Let's try to do it now. And I'm saying us, let's, because I want to commit to this as well as best as I can, because it has been quite busy for me. That is why I only do two podcasts now a month, every two weeks, because I have very gratefully and super thankfully been busy with my business. But let's talk about what we can do for the rest of the month, or whenever you're listening to this, for the rest of your month, what we can do to really set ourselves up for being able to handle the extra stress, the extra whirlwind, the extra that December can really bring, and the extra emotions, right? So 
Let's talk about a morning routine. I know I've talked about mine before here, and it does change sometimes for sure. I'm not super strict with it because I want to, you know, give myself some space to allow whatever I'm feeling that day to kind of dictate it. But most of the time, I do commit to my morning practices. So let's talk about a morning routine, something that is not too big, not too many steps that I feel is realistic, something that we can really do and commit to for the next two weeks at least and see how that makes a difference in your mood, your energy, your creativity, all of the things. So what I thought would be pretty great for us to do together, because I really need it as well, always, would be a simple energy hygiene morning routine. Because hygiene in the Greek root means the art of health. Why not try to kind of really look at our overall health, our energetic health, with really simple practices, like very simple, not a huge amount of journaling, no big meditations. I don't want it to be something that we are stressing out about getting done. So I thought of these really simple practices that I tried and they really do work. And they're not hard to implement. Like they are quite practical and I didn't have very much resistance to them because it's not a huge amount of journaling. It's not a big meditation. It's nothing that kind of stressed me out if I was waking up and being like, okay, got to do these before I can get all the things that I need to do today done. No, these were really supportive where we are kind of grounding, clearing, and reclaiming our energy in a short amount of time. But in the time of day, the morning, when we first rise from our sleep, the time that is kind of pivotal for how we move through the rest of the day and from my experience with my morning routines, my morning practices, that is true. And I've heard it from others as well. And it's not a new idea at all, but I just wanted to kind of emphasize that, that I have noticed a huge difference in just at least putting a few things in place that you do every morning. So the first thing is when you wake up, when we wake up, usually we look at our phone. We reach for it. We check our email. We look at social media, check any messages that might've come in. But if we can, try not to look at any activity on your phone. So your email, messages, social media, don't look at them for 30 minutes. For 30 minutes from between when you wake up 30 minutes after, phone free. But it doesn't mean you can't look at your phone. But it means don't look at your email, messages, social media. Don't kind of plug yourself into the day that way. Not yet. 
just for 30 minutes. Totally doable. Okay, so that's the first thing to just like remember. So that's the main idea. And yes, I know, not new, not new, but so important. So important. And I know incredibly hard for us to do. So that's the first thing. Just 30 minutes. Just try your best. Just keep it clean from any interaction with email, messages, social media, all the things. So the next practice is when you wake up and ideally before you even open your eyes, you wake up, maybe your eyes open a little bit, but you want to close them again because you're still a little sleepy in that state. Try to remember to do this. Say thank you in your mind. Say thank you to your lungs and your breath as you breathe in and out as you're waking up. Like really pay attention to your breath and your lungs and say thank you, even if it feels silly. And then With your eyes still closed, as you are giving thanks for your breath and your lungs, feel thankful for anything else that comes to mind. For me, it's usually my partner, my cat, and then family and friends usually follow. It doesn't have to be a giant list. This is not like the journaling. But this is just a time for you to really set the temperature of how you're waking up. So wake up before you even open your eyes or if you've opened them and closed them when you're still in that sleepy state. Give thanks to your lungs and your breath and then allow that thankfulness to follow with anything that comes to mind. And this is so simple, but it has really changed quite a bit of how I enter the day, especially on days that maybe are a little bit more stressful. Okay, so you've already made a commitment to yourself to not check your email, social media, or any kind of messages for 30 minutes, which is not a long time. It's a very short amount of time in your whole day. Okay, so the next simple practice that we can commit to, because it's very simple to really have a very supportive morning routine, set up our energetic hygiene, is when you go to the washroom, and most of us do after we get out of bed in the morning, right? When you're there, when you're washing your hands, run the water to a nice warm temperature. Pay attention to it a little bit more than you usually do. And then when you're washing your hands in this really lovely warm water, pay super close attention to how the warm water is feeling in your hands and how your hands feel rubbing against each other. Like really be in the moment. And this really helps us to have a moment of care and attention and pleasure. But it's really simple and not something that I know I tend to do in the morning. But this small practice that I was inspired to do has really made a difference. And it's just washing your hands in some warm water. But it's being really mindful about what you are doing and how it feels. And being aware of what you're giving to yourself in that moment as well. 
So pretty simple. I mean, probably just a minute, not even, not too long at all. I mean, this morning routine has already only taken maybe five minutes. And half of it was done while you were lying down with your eyes closed. That's pretty good. That feels very achievable. <laughs> and I that's why it has been achievable, because these are not hard. These are practical. We just have to remember how to do them. And if you feel called to try them, just try them. You will see. And then the last thing, and this can be, you know, you feel you can feel free to put your coffee on, you know, get your breakfast going, whatever you have to do with your kids and your partner, like whatever you need to do, you can do those things for sure. But before you open your email, look at any messages or social media before any of those things. So within that 30 minutes after you've woken up in a journal or You can make a note on your phone because use your phone or your tablet. Just don't interact. That's the point. It's really taking care of your energy first. So within that 30 minutes, you will want to write down, whether in your iPhone or physically in a journal, write down a quick note of how you're feeling. That's it. Write down the date and then how you're feeling and try your best not to judge if it's not how you want to feel. The point is not to worry about how you're feeling. The point is just to acknowledge how you're feeling. That's it. Because feelings are fluid. They move, they ebb and flow, they transform and evolve, sometimes from moment to moment. But in that moment, in that 30 minutes before you've interacted with anything from the outside world, how are you feeling? Honesty is the most important. But then, write down how you would like to feel by the end of the day. And maybe it's the same, but maybe it's different. Just picture yourself coming home at the end of the day or whatever the end of the day looks like to you and write down how you would love to feel as you're ending your day. And that's it. Now, pick up your emails, your messages, your social media, get your coffee, go outside, do all the things. Do your normal morning routines, exercise, journal, morning pages, all all of the things, meditation. But in December, it may be hard to keep those up. So at the very least, I totally encourage if you feel like it, like if you're feeling a pull for it, please join me in these simple, energetic hygiene practices the simple morning routine. And I would love to hear how it goes. You know how to message me. Well, I know some of you do. Not everybody, maybe. Go to the show notes. Easy to contact me there or on my Instagram. Lots of ways. But yes, I hope that those help you because they have helped me already and I can't wait to continue to commit to them to the end of the year. 
And lastly, I really wanted to kind of just touch on, and you know what? I guess it is kind of a public service announcement as well, because I have been seeing over the last little while, a lot of people on social media and a lot of, you could call them kind of spiritual influencers, they're selling this new device called the Healy. And it's a microcurrent device that is for you to use on yourself. I was going to dive into what it does, what its claims to do, because I find the claims are a little bit wild, a little bit, but I haven't used it. I can't say for certain that the claims are not true. But the main public service announcement I wanted to offer, because since 2020, I've found that there has been quite a resurgence in multi-level marketing, working from home. And it is not a business model that I support at all, 0% for me. But I know that it can be very enticing. I felt that if you are interested in the subject matter that I talk about, our intuition, all of the things that help to develop it, Reiki healing, intuitive healing, the art of energy healing, you may have heard of this product. Maybe somebody is even reaching out to you to tell you about it. And I wanted to just offer a little bit of insight on how I feel that it is not a great idea, not a great investment to sign up for a multi-level marketing company. So if you or a loved one or somebody that you know is talking about this product, this device, and talking about signing up as a market partner or with a mentor, maybe you will have a little bit more information that you can offer to them. So the first thing is what a multi-level marketing structure is. Now, because of what this device is claiming to do, I can imagine that it sounds incredibly seductive, something that sounds like, oh, I need this. But before you jump on that, before you join, before you sign up and invest, I just wanted to go over a few things that I know about multi-level marketing to offer you just a little bit of information to allow you to really critically think about the things before you sign up. So in multi-level marketing, it's a pyramid structure, but it's not a pyramid scheme because in a pyramid scheme, the product doesn't exist. But in a multi-level marketing structure, the product exists. It's real. It is sold, but it tends to be very expensive with incredibly inflated prices. And if you don't know kind of the different words that people use for multi-level marketing, because it's not like the most attractive idea anymore, these are kind of different words, just, just for your knowledge. And they're also called network marketing, direct sales, social selling, transformational marketing, referral marketing, social shopping, influencer selling, and social influencing sometimes. So just for your own knowledge, those are some other words that are used for multi-level marketing. Now, in multi-level marketing, they inflate the prices quite high. And why do they do that? 
from my understanding, the product's prices are much higher because they have to have an incentive for other people to want to sell it. And the incentive is usually high commissions. But the only way that they can make high commissions is if they sell a product where the margin is really big, where they're making much more money off of how much the product actually is worth, much more than in a traditional retailer. But the reason that they have these inflated prices for such an amazing commission payout is that they have to have an incentive to recruit, to recruit their market partners, they're called, which to my understanding is kind of the real product in a multi-level marketing structure. It's not really the product because you will have your mentor. So for this Healy device, from what I'm reading, you will have your mentor that you buy it from. They will onboard you, give you all the information and all of the training. And then you will talk to your friends and family, maybe just make a social media account and start selling it there. And you will sign up other market partners that are under you. So you will recruit. So your mentor makes money off of you, of what you sell. They also make money off of the recruits that you recruit and what they sell. And then you start making money off of your recruits and what they sell. And then your recruits start recruiting people and you make money off of those recruits and what they sell. And it's legal for sure. But the one thing I wanted to offer, the main thing, and this is from, this is a statistic from the U.S. Federal Trade Commission. I couldn't find a Canadian one, but this one is the research that they've done, that on average, 99.7% of all multi-level marketing reps make no profit or go into debt. So I wanted to just offer that as food for thought. And the last thing that I'll mention about it that I wanted to offer, just in case you are looking into it or people are talking to you about it or friends or family, is this. From what I've read on their website, this device is meant to facilitate different types of healing in your body on many different levels using frequencies. Microcurrents. It's cleared by the FDA to relieve minor pain and tension in the body, but the claims are much bigger than that. If you have a problem, it can solve it. And what I felt kind of a pull to ask, if you are thinking about this product and getting excited about it, maybe you're following somebody for years and then all of a the sudden they're like, I've never sold a product before, but this is it. You need it. Before you buy it, really take a moment and check in with how you're feeling. Check in with that excitement. Go to why you're excited and what the intention is behind purchasing it. Because sure, it would be so great if there was one thing that helped us with everything. But I don't believe that exists for a reason. Because we are each so unique. And one thing does not work for all of us. And it also takes time to do any kind of deep healing, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. There are tools for like kind of quick fixes, 
but they're not long lasting from my experience. So if you have heard about this device, if you're interested in getting it and you're excited and you're really trusting what these people are telling you about their experience with it, just check in with yourself and make sure that you're not giving your power away, that you're not feeling like, oh, this is the thing. This is the thing that's going to fix it. This is the thing that's going to help me. This is what I've been waiting for. Because what we are waiting for is already available to us. And there are many different ways. And you kind of have to do a bunch of things to get it. It's not just one thing. So if you feel now that maybe you are giving your power away a little bit, running away with excitement that this is the thing. To me, that is a beautiful symbol, a beautiful signature for you to look in and feel, wait, why am I so excited to find something like this? What do I need? What am I not giving myself? Always bring it back to you. When something new that you feel uncertain about or unsure Or that may sound too good to be true. That is a really great opportunity to connect to your intuition and really listen. Really listen. And I just wanted to, yeah, just give a little bit of how my thoughts on it, because those are just my thoughts about it, not about what the device is doing and how it works and what it is, and because I've never used it. But those are my thoughts about a multi-level marketing structure. And in my past career, I was in retail and I was in many different roles. So I know about sales and the traditional retail market. And the one thing that I really feel like I know for sure is that if a product is unbelievable and does what it says it does, it will never be sold in a direct-to-consumer, multi-level marketing way. It's why the iPhone is not sold that way. It's why a Ferrari isn't sold that way. Because even though those are incredibly expensive products, I feel like if an iPhone was sold in an MLM structure, it would be like $8,000. And that is kind of the main reason why I wanted to talk about this device, just kind of bring it to your attention because it's incredibly expensive. So it's a big investment. From what I researched, it's between $640 and $40 Canadian up to 40, I think $4,300, $4,300 Canadian, not to mention all of the accessories and add-ons. And so before you get whipped up, excited, just check in with yourself and do some Googling. Don't, yeah, don't even worry about what it says it's going to do for you. Just look at how it's being sold. So thank you for letting me kind of talk about that a little bit. I hope that that helped you kind of have a little bit more clarity if you have heard about it or know anyone that's really interested in getting it or signing up for the mentorship or the market partnership, because this is intuitive seek. It's a grounded approach to all things intuition. And throughout my life, I have been really fortunate that I've never been in a multi-level marketing or been recruited that way. But I have seen many people be in them 
many acquaintances, and a few colleagues over the years. And I did buy some of the products from them because I felt bad. And I knew that they were inflated, the prices. I knew I could get a better product somewhere else. But I wanted to support this person because they were putting so much energy into it. So if you're interested in doing a multi-level marketing business, if it seems like, oh, okay, this feels good, use that as a sign that you have some passion to do something on your own, that there may be some inspiration just waiting for you to find it for something really fun that's all yours. So just your drive to join something like that is not a bad thing. But don't give your power, that drive, to somebody else as a piece of their downline. Do it to create something new that's all yours. Stay grounded and trust your intuition. So thank you again for listening to this episode of Intuitive Seek. If you are feeling called to let me know about anything I talked about, please reach out. I'd love to hear from you through my Instagram at treenlight or my website, treenlight.com. All of the show notes have the clickable links, so just go there. And if you're curious about working with me one-on-one, I always offer a free clarity session to chat about your needs and how to support you. Nice little consultation, free to book through my website. And again, all those links are in the show notes. So thank you again. Be kind to yourself. Happy holidays, and I will talk to you soon. to say something very, very meaningful. Cat.